0: Coming up next, the wild and crazy Haas Outdoors. In 95, I helped tow your trailer. and In 09, it was sparks from me, your chains, dragging behind your truck that accidentally started a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. with Halls Outdoors, the voice from the outdoors. Oh wow, July is upon us already. Seems like yesterday I was looking out the wind at the snow. Wait a minute, this is Montana, it can happen anytime. <laughs> I am going to be doing a series of tourism, or where to go places, here on this show. Off and on rest of the summer. First of my series takes me to Martinsdale, Montana at the Crazy Mountain Inn. Now the Crazy Mountain Inn has a wonderful history. And I got a chance to meet the owner of the place. So let's hear what she has to say. Hello out there. We are at the Crazy Mountain Inn talking to Cheryl, the owner. Cheryl Markey. And tell us a little bit about the uh, inn.
1: Well, the inn was built in 1901 by a builder named John Grant. He also built several homes in the area, and he built the original home at the Bear Family Museum. As far as I know, this place used to be uh, house a lot of sheep herders. And what is my living room was the dining room where they served everything family style. And my kitchen was the kitchen for the cafe. In 1945, when they built the dam, um, they built the, what is now the cafe and the kitchen, and then they added a little apartment upstairs. As far as I know, um, I have owned it and ran it longer than anyone in its history. Um, At one time it was owned by Kessler Brewing Company. I'm not really sure what they were doing with it, but it's in my abstract of title.
0: Okay, now you do have a lot of good food here, what I hear about from the locals.
1: Yep, we have really good food. I love to cook and I love to feed people. A few years back, I guess it was quite a few years back, Montana Magazine said that we had the best pie in Montana, and they considered the best pie in Montana my sour cream lemon pie. Also, when I first bought this place, Jim Harrison said I had the best chicken fried steak in the world. It's not one of my favorites, but people sure like it.
0: Now what's a chicken fried steak?
1: It's a steak that's fried like chicken.
0: I've never heard of that.
1: Yeah, it's like a cube steak and you bread it and fry it.
0: cube steak?
1: Yeah, pretty much, but it's thinner than that. And then it's breaded and fried and served with country gravy.
0: Oh, that sounds exciting.
1: It's popular, I know that.
0: How many people do you think you get here a week to eat?
1: Some weeks I probably have,
0: I don't know, I have at least 50 a week,
1: and sometimes I might have a couple hundred throughout the whole week.
0: What do you set them all at?
1: Well, they're never here all at the same time. I I seat 28, but, you know, during the summer when the Bear Museum is going, we get quite busy on the weekends. And so we just sit them and serve them and wait for the next ones.
0: So you just open up during the summer only?
1: I open uh, the first part of May, and I am open till the end of November. My hotel is open seven days a week, and we do try to prepare meals for our guests if they let them let us know even if the cafe's not open and the cafe's open on Thursday from 10 to 4 and Friday Saturday and Sunday from 10 to seven thirty. 30. Uh, generally we open an extra day during hunting season
0: but for the summer it's just 30. You get a lot of hunters stay here during the week?
1: Yeah we do a lot of hunters mainly on the weekends but sometimes we have them during the week.
0: I guess like out-of-town and out-of-state people?
1: Yeah, we have quite a few uh, out-of-state people and people from other areas of Montana. My hunting season isn't as busy as it used to be because many of the ranches have gone to outfitters. And they provide housing and meals for their dudes,
0: I guess it would be called. Is that what you call them? Dude ranches?
1: Well, isn't that what you call... Well, they're hunters, I guess. Guess. Yeah, they're guests.
0: Now what's the biggest elk ever came from here?
1: Well, there's been some seven by sevens. I, I don't know what the biggest one would be. There's some big ones.
0: Now explain the seven by seven. Would be
1: seven points on
0: either side. Background from, that would be a 14-pointer.
1: Yeah. A lot of people, like people
0: from Minnesota, say that too, but...
1: Here they count either side. We have a lot of, um, I guess they would be called atypical elk around here. Like one side would be like a club and then the other side would be the nice big. I don't really know why that happens, but. um,
0: I guess a freak of nature.
1: Yeah, my son sees them. My son's a very big outdoorsman and he sees all kinds of things out there.
0: this year will be my first year going elk and mule deer hunting.
1: Well we got an elk this year the second to last day of the season it was a cow they do a late season cow hunt around here and it sure is good.
0: Isn't that the shoulder season?
1: Yep yep it's the shoulder season I believe it runs from the 15th of August to the 15th of February.
0: They haven't announced it yet what the season is going to be.
1: Well I I don't know about
0: this year but that's what it was. I I looked in the regulations they they haven't to be announced.
1: Well I guess uh, you know probably some people like it and some
0: people don't but now, do you get a lot of guests here to go out to martin Dell lake fishing
1: um we get people that are passing through we get quite a few motorcyclists we get a lot of bicyclists and they do the loop from here to uh ringling to white sulfur springs and back you know they do go one way and spend the night here and then go the other way
0: how far of a trip would that would be
1: Well, it's 37 miles to white sulfur, and then if you come around the other way, it's probably another 50, 42 maybe.
0: Is there still like a lot of logging in this area?
1: Um, There is some, not as much as there used to be. Probably needs to be a little more. Uh, I don't think logging is quite as
0: lucrative as it used to be. That sounds like the coal miners back in West Virginia. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks for your time. You're welcome. And uh, you have a pleasant day at work. If you'd like some more information on the Crazy Mountain Inn, please email me. If you're with an outdoor organization, have a hunting fishing story like to tell, brag about a hunting tag you drawed, please email me at hawsoutdoors at com. That's all the time we have, folks. Thanks for listening in. This is Charles Hawes with Hawes Outdoors saying so long and have fun. A ranger station.
1: I'd like to report a bear hug. Okay. I put out my campfire and Smokey Bear hugged me.
0: So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, but he's just letting you know you did good.
1: Bear hug from Smokey Bear. Status update! I'm gonna let you go now.
0: There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokyBear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester.